Christmas came early. The miracle happened. The Chicago Bears have ended the long-dreaded losing streak as they beat the Washington Commanders on Thursday night football in Washington, 40-20, to 20, moving their record to 1-4. and four, And it was one of the most entertaining football games I have seen as a Bears fan in a long time. And there was even some drama heading into that second half. So there's a lot to break down here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm Mike Mercado. I'm with the marvelous one, Dan Marver. And just some quick notes into this Thursday night win for the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields continuing what he did against Denver, except this time leaving the game with a W, 15 for 29, 282 passing yards, four touchdowns. Khalil Herbert, 10 carries for 76 yards before he had that nasty injuries, but it looked like he's going to bounce back in this now 10 days that they have off. And DJ Moore, wide receiver one, worth all the hype. The guy they traded, that number one pick from Carolina, is a eight receptions, 230 yards, and three touchdowns. What could have been four. What a great, what an awesome game for the Chicago Bears. And I do want to note as well, Justin Fields, 11 carries, 57 rushing Yards. Cole Komet has a touchdown, goes for five receptions, 42 yards. And Robert Tunyon gets two catches for 10 yards. Only three Bears record a catch. Darnell Mooney had some opportunities, but did not come through. I thought the defense played well. There was a lot of great things that I want to talk about. But Marver, I want to get your initial reaction after watching the Bears get their first victory of the season. What did you think about this game, this bounce back game? This game with a lot of pressure for Matt Eberflus, for Luke Getze, for this entire team, a lot of pressure put on them. What were your thoughts after the Bears' first victory? Well, it was a prime video game, and I thought perhaps that I was watching a fantasy football game for a while. Actually, the first half was not too much different than the Denver first half, to be honest with you. And I don't know who was more surprised, Al Michaels or, or Rivera, the coach of Washington, <laughs> but they, they were equally surprised for sure because – that everything was clicking in all cylinders. I mean, Fields and more, like you mentioned, Komet, Herbert running, you know, it was, and the defense was good enough. I mean, with all the injuries that they have, they did they did as good as they needed to do because they had such a big lead, they were able to hold on this time, unlike the previous week. So, of course, we were being, being haunted by that specter. This was even a bigger lead than the Denver game. Washington, I mean, I think a lot of it is their, their offense seemed pretty anemic to begin with. I mean, I don't know if it was the Bears, or, or Washington uh, being, you know, n- not too effective. But Washington had, in previous games had been a little bit more uh, effective offensively, so that was somewhat surprising. But uh, I'm glad that this look. There was this could have gone one of two ways. Obviously, uh, we, you know, the, the fire Ebu flus was the was the mantra through social media, and uh, it, it, it was like the most disappointing and pathetic loss against Denver just a few days earlier. So maybe it was good that it was not a full week because this way they were able to get that out of their system, so to speak. And, you know, seriously, if they play like this, they'll win the division, you know, because, uh, you know, we'll have a big test with Minnesota next Sunday. And then eventually we'll have to play Detroit twice, who's apparently the class of the division right now. But with this performance, if they can keep it up, it's very optimistic, which is a com- like a complete <laughs> turnaround from the way we felt just a few days earlier. So I was very pleased with everything that happened. And, um, 
you know, you just knock on wood, hope that, the, that they can play that same way. I mean, you know, Fields looked very comfortable. In fact, he looked comfortable in the first half the previous week. So, um, it's it, it, you know, it looks like a very, very uplifting and positive game for the Bears. And again, I thought it was some kind of fantasy football when I was watching. <laughs> I thought maybe it was one of these, you know, Nickelodeon games or something. <laughs> it was for real. And I'm pleased. So there's some things I want to touch on. First of all, I love the play calling. Like you said, we went hard in the paint on Matt Eberflus, on Luke Etsy, and deservedly so. This has been a bad showing from the coaching staff. I think from that Denver game, we saw a lot of signs of the offense, the players, the playmaking coming to life. But in this game, we specifically saw them highlight and do things that we've all been calling for, that you don't need to be a genius to see that this team does well. They moved the pocket. They got Justin Fields design runs. And here's something I don't think a lot of us were able to verbalize, but it's kind of become a thing we've all seen, especially as we've seen DJ Moore in a primetime team like Chicago and not hidden away in Carolina. DJ Moore is not like, let's say, an AJ Brown, where he's this big, massive receiver and you're going to throw up and he's going to go get it. He's the type of receiver where you give him the ball and he makes magic. He makes a play happen because he's that dynamic. A little bit less of a speedy obviously less speedy Tyreek Hill where Tyreek Hill is just as long as he gets the ball he could do something with it there's different types of number one receivers in the NFL not everybody is Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase I also want to give credit to this Bears offensive line they manhandled what is a very aggressive a very good front four of a Washington Commanders team. And we saw what they can do if you let them go without any type of blocking. Chase Young is a unit. That is a bad, bad man. And we'll see what happens when he's 100% healthy, what he can do and what that line can do. And we saw offensively that Washington team has a lot of good players. You know, you talk about fantasy football, there's a reason why fantasy football is so popular and this game was very intriguing, even though it being a Thursday game and two not really necessarily good teams right now. But Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel and Brian Robinson and a Logan Thomas and even Antonio Gibson, like Sam Howe has been having this volatile season. Like they have weapons in Washington and a very depleted Bears defense, especially secondary, came up big. I mean, we've saw who was it, Smith come up with just these huge plays the minute he was put on the field. There was a lot to like about the aspects of game that we've been very critical on. And I think that is something that we have to be fair on. I'm going to call myself on it. I have to be fair when we go so hard in the paint, when we're so critical about things we do. Again, rightfully so, how they've been playing. Because then we can ask, where has this been when, when you were playing Green Bay? How were you not ready like this to start the season against your division foe? How were you not ready to bounce back against Tampa Bay? You know, it's one thing it can't... Kansas City, right? Like, that's going to happen. That's just a different class of opponent. So there is things to be frustrated about that you could still roll over. But on the field, Justin Fields, for me, is going to make it difficult if he plays like this to this front office. We think Caleb Williams is going to be a, a really good quarterback in the NFL. That's a prospect. But if we see Justin Fields do this, let's say the ceiling is, and right now, leading the lead in touchdowns, even though because he played an extra game. DJ Moore receiving touchdowns. We'll see how that ends after the entire week, but you make it difficult for them. If this guy comes out over 3,000 passing yards, 
Over 500 rushing yards, 25 plus touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Do you want to give that up or are you going to build around him? Make it difficult for them. And here's the God honest truth about this coaching staff. Luke Getze is coaching to keep his job. Matt Eberflus is coaching to get another job somewhere, to be the DC in the NFL or to maybe become the head coach of Ohio or some Mac team. That is what this is playing for right now. And I think this response was huge. Quick turnaround. You keep whatever momentum and good things you had about that Denver game. And you don't have to play in that crowd in Soldier Field. Because I could tell you this, if the Bears didn't have that type of opening drive they did in Washington, if they were in Chicago, they would have been booed out of that stadium. And the first drive at Soldier Field, things were tense in Chicago. There were rumors about this coach getting fired, heading into kickoff. And he just bit himself some time when it comes to this win. But that's just a few things on top of mind that I wanted to highlight. And I think it was really important for the Bears to come out of this game with a stylistic win, too. Now, I do think it's important to also point out, once again, to show the difference of class of NFL. Good NFL teams finish teams. They get victories when they're in their grass. And we've seen specifically the last two weeks with the Broncos and with the now Commanders. The Bears came sluggish in the second half and the other team made adjustments. And it was just because of some spectacular plays from DJ Moore and Justin Fields and them kind of being forced into being a little bit more aggressive by losing your three running backs and having your fullback out there. I think that's a thing of concern to show you how still the Bears have a lot of work to do. But Bears fans, enjoy this victory. Enjoy it. Because it was a stylistic one that you wish you could see more of this season. Marver? Yeah, it it was exactly the opposite of what everybody expected. I assure you. It was, I mean, it it seemed almost too good to be true. (laughs) And, And as a matter of fact, the booing, Washington was booing their own team <laughs> as they walked off at halftime so uh there was a quite a turnaround and there's been so much drama with the defense you know defensive coordinator williams and claypool and every you know all that drama going around besides the poor play up till then so there was so much working against them that it seemed like it was almost on the borderline of hopeless seriously <laughs> so th- that's what makes us even more remarkable yeah there was no question you could tell that michael's you know, Michaels couldn't believe what he was saying. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. <laughs> it was a miracle, though, because they sure as heck needed one after what has been a really rough start for the Chicago Bears and a huge victory for them as we are breaking it down here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm Mike Mercado. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. The Chicago Bears beat the Washington Commanders on Thursday night football 40 to 20, moving their record now to one and four, getting that elusive big victory at. Almost a year, Marver, to the date of them having their last victory. Justin Fields having a huge game. Four touchdowns, 282 yards. It has been a coming out party for QB1 for the young man, a guy who a lot of us like. It's interesting to see a lot of Bears fans wanted to work for Justin Fields, right? Like there isn't a huge pocket of Bears fans that don't like QB1. And it's always really fascinating when here in sports media and in broadcasting, we always get the people who say, well, you ha- you don't play on this level. You don't know what you're speaking about. But this is a rare occasion. When I think a lot of people have been seeing the same thing on all different levels. And to see it kind of finally, the pendulum maybe swinging a little bit more towards their direction and them kind of answering and accepting some of these criticism. I think it was really big for this team. It's still a one and four team. And it really frustrates you, right? When you think about what they could have been had you beat 
Tampa, had you closed out Denver, had you shown up against Green Bay, I don't think you're going to do much against Kansas City, no matter how good you're playing. And I still think Detroit is the class of the NFC North, but it does frustrate you to see how things could have changed, and that's the NFL itself. But Marvelous, we have about a minute left, and that's all this probably deserves for (laughs) Chase Claypool is no longer a Chicago Bear And it doesn't surprise anybody. Essentially, they traded Claypool and a seventh round pick in 2025 for a 2025 sixth round pick. So that's a whole lot of of capital you gave up for that 32nd pick last year. But I got to commend Ryan Poles. We know these guys have egos. Obviously, that's how you get to that point. But he was smart enough to say and just make the move that I have to cut bait. You know, this was my move and and it, it bombed. And really fast. In his 18 games, 502 reception yards, two touchdowns. Marver Chase Claypool, now Miami Dolphin. Yeah, he's a Dolphin. And, you know, there was some uh, red flags because the Steelers usually don't uh, get rid of a uh, what looks like a quality player based upon his performance at Pittsburgh. So that was unusual for them. And I was surprised at the time and, and glad that, that we that we would get such a, uh, an outstanding prospect. <laughs> So I don't know what the head issue was or whatever, but uh, obviously, I mean, Tomlin doesn't take any nonsense in Pittsburgh, so there must have been something going on there, too, that they didn't share with us. (laughs) And look at, they played, that offense has played really well since they sent him home, that Denver game, and now this Washington game, maybe there's just a, a better vibe and not having just one of them dudes out there. And somebody who has attributes of 6'3 plus and 230 plus, you would think, how is he on his third team now coming out of Notre Dame? But the big news other than that is the Chicago Bears get their first victory, beating the Washington Commanders on Thursday night football, 40-20. to 1-4 now on the season. Justin Fields, 15 for 29, 282 yards, four touchdowns. DJ Moore, eight receptions, 230 yards, three touchdowns. A wonderful game, a huge bounce back for the Bears. And it is now going to be a nice couple of days off for the team over at Hallisauls. Let's see how they bounce back in a huge game coming up in about 10 days as they will be taking on the Minnesota Vikings. He's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. I'm Mike Mercado. We got more coming up next here on the Sports Cubicle on WCPT 820 AM.